Hi, good morning. Hello, howdy. How are we doing? I hope that you are feeling great, energized, happy, centered, focused, all the good stuff. Um, and yeah, welcome to Before You Go, featuring my beeping fire alarm that I still haven't managed to resolve. Help me, Lord. Okay. Um, it's Friday morning. I don't usually record in the mornings, but I am baby free and incredibly grateful. So I just felt, you know, seize the opportunity, carpe diem, all that good stuff. So where I would usually have a guest, um, I did have a guest in mind and our schedules have tumbled into some sort of entanglement. So we will reconvene on that. So today I am solo. You have me to yourself, which is a good thing, I would like to think anyway. So uh, I'd usually at this point tell you about my day, tell you how my day has gone, how I've been feeling. Um, It is after 10 in the morning, so my day really hasn't begun. But I did spend a moment of the morning doing some reflection as always i will always advocate reflection i feel like it's such a paramount uh, tool in terms of self-discovery and also just defining a lot of the key uh moments in your life and just what you probably want to achieve going forward it's a good way of being able to analyze and assess looking back at the past retrospectively and then trying to plan ahead forward what you want to do better. So I constantly reflect and I feel like it's becoming very much a part of my being, my person. And making me a very more um, attentive person and a very more intentional person. So I'd absolutely advocate reflecting. So yeah, this morning's reflections, really, really good. I took a trip down an emotional memory lane, which is really, really beautiful. And I was able to look at circumstances that I had previously looked at with a bit of sadness, with a bit of joy, which was quite nice. Um, so yeah, that's been my morning. I am hoping everyone has been enjoying the glorious sunshine, because it is. I mean, it's been somewhat of a pest, uh, the heat, especially at night. But I now that I had beckoned the rain, I'm now wishing I didn't because I miss the sunshine. I am a sunshine baby. Okay, cool. So today I am going to be speaking about something that is incredibly close to my heart. And I don't usually get this sentimental. But I've had a few conversations in the last few days and it's really brought to light um, just how just how complex being a woman is okay Um, I will even zero in on that and say being a black woman a woman of color um, it's it's so many things but I just want to talk about the multi-dimensional aspect of womanhood. And I've been reading this book, um, The Women Who Run Revolves, 
I don't have the name of the, the author to, to hand, but it's been an amazing read. And it's basically just talking about the need for every woman to embrace being wild because society and patriarchy have built the world in such a way where we have made homes of being restricted. We are just used to being um, bound by expectation, bound by, uh, you know, just the roles that we've been uh, ushered into almost. And that has become our norm. So we don't really know what it means to be our real genuine selves. So that's my phone going off. <laughs> um, we don't know what it means to be in tune with what we really want, what we desire. We often think of things that we feel we are supposed to want or that we are supposed to yearn for. Whereas this is kind of looking at like the innate desire, the innate will. What do you want? What do you like? Questions that often I think, especially as women and being caregivers, mothers, wives or whatever, we tend to put everyone's needs before our own. So it's more, what do they need? Or even what do they need from me? Or how can I be of assistance to them? And that often turns into contorting ourselves into shapes that are very uncomfortable, but we find comfort in them because they become the norm. So this book has just been looking at, you know, just taking apart all of that, all of that thinking and learning and embracing the wildness that is the woman, which I just think is absolutely brilliant. So I'd highly recommend. I'd even recommend men read it, non-binary, anyone read the book. It's just brilliant. It's a, it's a hymn sheet for rebellion, but in the most classy way. Because I'm a classy anarchist. So, <laughs> so that's that. But anyway, being a woman. So in the conversations that I've been having uh, this week in particular, my friend, she, had, she wrote something that was just so incredibly profound as far as I was aware. And she said, women are expected to be so strong, so resilient, but expected to also have the softness of souffle. And I just felt like, yeah, like, there are so many things that as women we have to manage, even in terms of our expectations of people around us in the workplace, in the home, in the family. There's so many expectations that we just have to manage. But we are consistently being let down, not being protected, not being considered. But at the same time, you're not even allowed to raise your voice, so you're not even allowed to, you know, uh, voice discomfort or voice um, disappointment, or you'll be considered to be ungrateful, uh, aggressive, um, problematic. And it's just so hard, you know. I think we rarely get to say it, but I'm gonna say it. You know, it's so hard doing the balancing act of being everything to everyone and being absolutely nothing to yourself is so difficult as a woman you know being expected to you know just sit pretty and grin and bear and just get through it and everyone claps for you because of how gracefully you handle being disrespected time and time again um, and to be honest for me personally the last year i've just had 
so many comments like you're so graceful the way you've handled everything is just so da 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 and I don't know how you do it and you're so strong and I'm supposed to hear that and feel good but then I'm just like as much as I'm hearing these really lovely comments and thank you are you applying the same amount of vim on the other hand so pulling up people who are doing crap or are you holding them to account are you calling out your friends who are doing heinous things dreadful things treating people like trash are you being vocal in the same way you can find me and tell me how great i am are you telling the people who are giving me these trials or who are putting me through this stress or who are you know, negatively impacting the wider community with their antics. Are you holding them to account? And I just feel like a lot of people expect the person who is going through something or the, or the woman in this instance to have that strength to um, continue to keep going, to persevere, whether or not that person gets called out or not. But then at the same time also still behave in a way that is peaceful and graceful and admirable because it allows everyone else to feel comfortable about what's going on. And I'm just really over that. And I just think a lot of women are over it. Like it's so emotionally taxing. I just, I don't know, it's just one of those things where I just really sat down and I was speaking to her just about the frustration in lack of support from men and women to be honest but just the fact that being a woman means you have to be so many things at the same damn time and i can't speak to being a man because i've never been one and i have no plans on being a man um but i feel like men can react to scenarios and they're either praised for their aggression or the way that they aggressively handle a particular situation or they are afforded you know that reverence or that fear because of how they've you know just dealt with bullshit whereas women it's like there's a disapproval and there's a looking down at a woman who's decided to take control of a situation and not allow it to completely um demolish her in a sense so anyway That was my thought, um, based on what she said. Just that idea of the multiplicity of what it really means to be a woman. And, you know, the idea of womanhood is so... It's not even monolithic, in a sense. Like, there's so many different brands and strains of women and the way we all manifest our, you know, womanly attributes, if, if there is even anything of the sort. But I feel like the common thread that we are all kind of dealing with at some point in our lives, whether it is the tomboy or the masculine presenting woman or, you know, whatever, it's the fact that you still have to really do this balancing act of being graceful and just taking bullshit. And I just think it's unfair. And it's something that I'm actively going to work towards undoing in my own life. Because I'm so used to just shrinking myself, minimising myself. And I had a really, really good conversation yesterday where I was asked, in my previous relationship, 
was I a feminist? And I thought, what an incredible question. Um, because as people would know me, I'm quite outspoken. I'm very much um, an advocate for individuality, for equality and all those kind of things. But I had to sit down and have an honest you know, moment of reflection and I had to answer no. I wasn't afforded the room. I, you know, I don't know if this is religious indoctrination or whatever, but I really believed that I needed to ensure that he was in charge or he felt like he was in charge or, you know, that he was comfortable. So I minimised a lot of my wants, I minimised a lot of my views, a lot of my needs. And I didn't even realise I was stifling myself, you know, so even as I'm reading this book, I'm finding major keys to just freeing myself mentally of some of the ideals that I have subscribed to for so long in terms of, you know, just doing whatever it takes to make sure that the environment is incredibly peaceful, you know, just not going after what you want, ensuring that you are making everyone else around you happy and thinking of yourself last. So, anyway. I feel like I've been talking for too long. <laughs> I would just like to, you know, just encourage everyone, man, woman, wolf, dog, whoever you are, to just get into a habit of actually acknowledging your wants, your needs. Not in a way that is incredibly selfish and causes harm and violence to others, we're not advocating that, that is narcissism. I'm talking about being self-aware enough to not find yourself in situations where you are making yourself uncomfortable just for the happiness of other people. That cannot be a, uh, a habitual thing, that cannot be a way of life. And for many people, myself for a long time, that is how I moved through crowds. I wasn't the biggest people pleaser, but I found that my boundaries did not really exist because even if I didn't want to, because everyone else wanted to, I wanted them to be happy. I would tell myself that that gave me happiness, but it would give me momentary happiness and then I'd come away from the scenario having not gained anything for myself. So anyway, my whole thing is with balance, with self-awareness, with care, Put yourself first and especially as a woman I'm speaking to women in particular on this one and you know black women women of color who are probably used to being in very white spaces very male oriented spaces where you've had to you know conform to some sort of idea of, of who you're supposed to be within that space to, to take more radical steps in just owning who and what you are in these environments, um, obviously with professionalism, because no one is asking you to be doing the most in a board meeting, but just owning that and becoming more comfortable with the truth of who you are in more environments, so that can slowly, gradually, at some point, become the norm. Anywho, the book to read is The Women the women who run with wolves, or women who run with the wolves. Something to do with women and wolves. Google, you'll find it. It's amazing. Um, yeah. I will 
reconvene with you again at some point. I hope you're all doing great and it's been lovely as always sharing this space with you and ciao for now.